and welcome to the Magical Holistic Healing Arts Podcast. I'm Lynn Hicks. I'm Erica Hicks. And we're a mother-daughter duo, curiously investigating the healing expressive arts to have greater health in our mind, body, and spirit. We are bringing water to the conversation of holistic health. Kang and water is as simple as changing your water, change your life. Check the link below to get more information and join our water revolution. On this episode, we had Star Luz, and oh my goodness, it was so incredible. We learned so much. She's so knowledgeable about the feminine, awakening people's DNA, and we even got a little taste of light language today. Yeah, it was such an interesting conversation um, in the feminine and really the receptive and active, as she called it, and things that are so to my heart with my book I wrote and... Yeah, she just had a very evolved and intriguing, quite truthful way to look at the world that I think you're all going to really enjoy the perspective. Yeah, she really came to our podcast with all these nuggets and just talking about the quantum field and how it's really more a spiral than a linear thing. And it's just something I think we all need to be listening to and recoding our DNA at this time. So grab your earbuds. Turn it up, get ready for light language, get ready for Stara. This episode, you're not going to want to miss. Today, we welcome Stara Luz, who is the founder of Stellar Embodiment. And I'm going to let her take it away and explain to us. So Stara, what is your magical art? Thanks so much for having me on the show, ladies. I'm so excited to connect with you today and share my magical art. If I were to encapsulate it in one line, I would say that my magical art is working with the divine field of love and intelligence. And that sort of spans way out from there. Um, I work with people to help them access their ancient soul gifts and wisdom that's ready to download into their bodies, into this embodiment, into this life, and be able to bring that forward in the most powerful way. Wow, I love that. That is so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. So you really support people finding their path in, in a really big, deep, soulful way. Yes, and I work with, I, I do a number of different things and work with a number of different modalities, but it's all geared around that. So I find that there's not a cookie cutter way that each one of us gets to our path and begins our evolution and our spiritual awakening. It's different for every single person. And it's such a thrill to hear people's stories about how they find their path and then how that path evolves them and how they move forward. So in general, what I do is I help people through their somatic body wisdom, access doorways into past experiences. Typically it's through trauma or pain because let's be honest, that's what usually gets our attention. If everything was wonderful and flowers and daisies and rainbows and unicorns all the time, we probably wouldn't pay attention. But if we have that horrible pain in our back that we haven't been able to get rid of for years, it's our body trying to talk to us. And so when we can start to bring presence and awareness to that place within our bodies and begin to just be with the experience and the feeling of it, what we're able to do is that doorway begins to open like a portal. And I have found that those doorways lead us to childhood pain and trauma 
in utero or birth pain and trauma, ancestral pain or trauma, or past life. And what's beautiful about that is once we're with the experience, it begins to unfold like a rose. And what we get from it is not the pain. The purpose is not to relive some painful past life death or relive some painful ancestral trauma, but there's always a gift that exists within that lineage or within that lifetime that we can actually go through the portal and gather those gifts and bring those back into this embodiment and then actually be able to live with those gifts here and now and bring those forward into the world. That's really cool. It's just a great yeah. way to explain it as well that you're really supporting. Because let's face it, that's generally all we're all doing. You know, at some point we decide to be different, to be more present or to care for ourselves more or to shift our relationships. And so we kind of have to go through that little phase of like, what is this or where does it come from? And mm -hmm. then um, tell us more about the, the, you know, being part of the somatic body. I love embodiment and I think this is what we're really doing at this time. So sharing people how that works and what that means. I call these play dates and they're hour long sessions that I do over Zoom. And what we do is we drop into a meditative state together and I guide someone through just kind of landing in their body. And then we ask the body where it, what is there a part that would like to be presenced right now? And people always get an answer, even if they've never communicated with their body before, you can be a complete and total beginner. All of a sudden it'll be like, man, my right shoulder is really hurting. Or uh, why do I have a headache all of a sudden? Or why am I seeing a picture of my heart or whatever it is? And what we do is we bring our loving awareness together energetically to that place. So it's like, we're both dropping our awareness out of our minds where we spend most of our time monkey minding and thinking and blah, blah, blah. And we drop the awareness to that place. Let's say it's the heart. So the client will bring in the presence and I will bring in the presence. And then from that, between both of us in a co-creative collaborative state, start images and words and sounds and memories begin to reveal themselves. And we're walking through a non-linear feminine portal that doesn't go step one, step two, step three. So oftentimes we'll get this sign and we'll get this sign and then this will happen. And by the end of the session, this beautiful weaving has been brought together that shows what this person is really ready to bring in or ready to step into in their life. And all of that just starts by asking a question of the body. What do you have to share with me? Wow. On play dates, because we really are, we're in this, we're in connection with this universal field of intelligence and love that is benevolent. It's guiding us. It's sharing with us. It's bringing us back home to ourselves healing comes from the root word of wholeness. And so it comes, I come from the approach that there's nothing wrong with us. We're not broken. We're not damaged. We weren't born with original sin. We're beautiful, perfected creatures who forgot. And this allows us to begin to remember. 
So that's sort of my intro level of work is to do a play date with someone, do the hour long session, connect with them, see what wants to come through. And then we can build out a series of sessions if there's something they really want to pursue, or they can join one of my women's circles if they want to dive more deeply in with community. And I say women, I work mostly with women. I do a lot of womb work as well uh, through my Venusian priestess lineage. And I also do work with men, but the focus has been mostly with women. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. I mean, even if people just, you know, we just don't sit quietly enough to even just connect with ourselves that it's almost that simple to unlock something <laughs> inside. I mean, you're such a great guide too, but I'm just saying like our pace and our world and this yeah. matrix we're in if right we now. Would just stop for a second and listen to the pain what do you have to tell me instead of taking Tylenol and making it go away every day once we start to listen it's incredible it doesn't have to hurt anymore because it's not knocking on the door trying to get our attention yeah and I, I think you know it's so important too when you do have another person because there's this bear witness kind of aspect that happens um the mind doesn't get all involved and start sucking you into the story. And I don't know where you could get sad and just relive it. It's more like a presence yeah. of bearing witness that allows that person to also kind of be in a disconnected position because that's what you're in and that's what you're holding from. And like you said, you're mirroring and holding the love field um, in a different way and I love how you you know you put that because I think that's a, a cool part as well is having a comrade <laughs> yeah what I like to say is I bring both witness and witness which are the masculine and the feminine principles so witness is the presence and witness is that warm divine mother energy that comes alongside and actually you can actually feel that connection. And so when we can train ourselves with witness and witness, we can begin to unlock these doorways, portals, and gateways ourselves if we're willing to slow down and take the time and really land into our roots and to the part that wants to communicate with us. And so if we can bring those two gifts to anything that we're presencing, that's where the doorway unlocks and the magic is accessed. Oh, I love those two words. I yeah. never quite heard it put that way. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. And well, just having them like going back to having that mindset of that we're perfect. Like imagine if we just all thought like that, or if you're having a bad day, you still are in, in that frequency of, yeah, no, like what's the gift or what's the lesson or how can I grow from this instead of beating ourselves up or, saying you know i did this so wrong i'm so stupid or whatever it is like yeah i just yeah i think the whole remembering thing is like what the new paradigm kind of is right now is kind of like like remembering our powers and and that is our past lives in a sense of all those magical times i mean is that what you would say yeah. <laughs> absolutely and i wasn't raised that way you know, I was raised that I was broken and that the answers were outside of me and I had to pray to a God who could save my soul. And so it's been this long process of re reclaiming and reclamation of my own power and magic 
and softness. And I'm going through a dark night of the womb right now with a really painful breakup and heartbreak. And it's been being able to see that even in that pain, it's perfect. And seeing the synchronicity and the unfolding and the incredible gifts that are being presented daily as I continue to say yes through the pain and through the grief. And so it's not about ascending out of our bodies and getting to heaven. It's about being here with the polarity and the duality and the reality of the dimension in which we all chose to come and live. And that's where we get the gifts and the goodies and the magic, even in the pain and the grief and probably even more so. Yeah, it's like, you know, you can't expand without getting into an uncertain situation because that's what expansion implies that you don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's the very thing that not knowing that, that, you know, we're on this, oh, I want to expand and become new and you know, become um, greater than what I was in the moment before. But that implies there's going to be toughness and struggle and, you know, new boundaries and new ideas. I chose the word surrender for my word for 2021. And within this year, I have been called to sell my home, get rid of all of my possessions, go on a road trip, lose a relationship, come to Costa Rica, all on complete surrender to the mystery of life. And what I'm, what I'm really learning in a much deeper embodied way, not, you know, I can speak from the mind about the spiritual concept of, but actually experiencing is this sensation of saying yes to the mystery. And the fact that we have absolutely no idea what's going to happen in the next moment. And we've convinced ourselves through creating linear time that we have this illusion of knowing. And so it's really a gift when we can allow ourselves to surrender fully to the mystery and admit to the fact that we don't have a clue. Even if we think we do and we can have the best laid plans and and hope and manifest and all of that. But the truth is that life is living us. And if we can be surrendered to that and allow these archetypical energies of the goddess and gods and the divine light and the ever unfolding divine field of love to really just take over and wash through us, we get to experience such incredible gifts beyond anything that we could ever imagine. Yeah, I love how you said that. And I think that's so true. And it's something that is shifting from a very uh, linear, controlled type world, which has really not netted us great freedom or good food or... (laughs) good water yeah a lot of things yeah we've advanced but we've also depleted and destroyed from this wanting to know the masculine view of like moving forward which is the linear from here to there with very little consideration for the impact Mm -hmm. and that's what we're suffering from culturally 
and the mother earth is suffering from. So if we can look at our evolution from the feminine principle, which is a spiral. So sometimes we are, we find ourselves repeating patterns and we're like, really, I'm back here again. I'm feeling this same crap again. I'm, you know, I'm back crying about the same thing again. And we think like, I'm not moving forward. I'm not moving forward. But the truth is that we're, we're evolving. And if we're coming back around, let's say we've dealt with our childhood trauma, or we thought we did eight years ago. Well, we've evolved through an entire Venusian uh, cycle of Venus rotating around the sun and, and the beautiful rose that she portrays to the earth. And now we're a completely different person. So if we're dealing with trauma again, we're dealing with the same thing, but at a completely different octave. And I think when we can allow ourselves to take the view of the nonlinear, chaotic, feminine, evolutionary unfolding that's actually happening in the world, it can be such a more peaceful way to view what's happening in our lives. There's not a point at which you arrive and it all gets better, which is kind of the, you know, the religious structure that a lot of us grew up in. You know, you go through life linearly being good and then you get to heaven. Instead, it's like rebirthing heaven on earth every single day and every single cycle up and up and up and up and up and up and up forever and ever, amen. I mean, amen. <laughs> well, and isn't that that spiral? What's it called? The spiral? Oh, it's of the There's, seashell. The seashell. Oh, the Fibonacci yeah. sequence. Yes. The Fibonacci sequence. There are ancient, like Neanderthal drawings on caves of spirals and the development of the labyrinth. All of these different ideas of circles, all of the stone circles. All of that was pointing to this ancient wisdom that comes from the ancient womb cosmology, which I'm just going to show you what I've been studying. So this book is completely life-changing because it basically looks at how this ancient divine union concept existed on the planet 300,000 years ago and was in existence for quite some time until we went through a severing and an experience of separation from each other and from the divine field of love, divine mother, divine father. And it spun us off into a matriarchal period of rulership, which then has swung the other way to a patriarchal place of rulership and we're coming back to the opportunity to land back into divine union which is why this work of discovering our ancient gifts and pulling that wisdom back in automatically opens the doorway because our souls know our souls know and and long for union within ourselves and then within relationship and that's any relationship relationship with an animal, relationship with our mother, relationship with a lover, a beloved, whatever it is. So we're constantly seeking this union. And that's what is being called for right now for us to birth the new earth is union of opposites of polarities. And as we can attune to that frequency, it allows us to really bring that home 
into our womb space as women or into our hara as men, which is the the male womb space, and to be able to then birth those frequencies out into the world and begin to change the paradigms that are no longer serving us. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, like you said, like it's almost organically happening. And then I think if enough of us are starting to activate further, uh, you know, as you're Mm -hmm. saying, and remembering these things, like I don't think everyone has to, I think it just has to be like a small percentage of us that really carries this earth and this time into a new paradigm. Um, So absolutely, to me, it's really exciting. Hey, listeners, did you know that we sell Kangen water ionizers? We consider it the number one sustainability tool because not only do we get to drink the best hydrogen-rich antioxidant water, we also get to detox our home from all the chemicals and cleaners, get to use some of the seven kinds of water for different health ails, and we save the earth of plastic and toxins. Yes, and who doesn't want to help this earth back to homeostasis, just like our bodies? Researchers show now that hydrogen is the number one antioxidant you can add to your life. So what easier way than just changing the type of water you're drinking for you and your family? This water is microclustered, so it can actually hydrate you at a cellular level, helping your longevity, your immunity, and your vitality. So if you want to help us spread the awareness of Kangen water ionizers, and purchase one today, check the links below and join our team and help us spread the word about healing water. All right, let's get back to the magic. The thrill, like the waking up process and then the like seeing the other ones that are waking up and just, it's, it's incredible. And then you find your path, you know, everyone's got, everyone has a different path and calling. My calling is to the Venusian priestess, Rose Arts, and then all of the gifts that I'm birthing through that particular lineage, which is all about goddess worship and embodied sacred sexuality and uh, co-creation and working with the elements. All of that is landing back in me now at this rapid pace because I've opened the door to it and said, yes. So some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth, the old me, it would be like, what is she saying? <laughs> and so it's just, it's, it's fascinating to watch the, um, the evolution and the unfolding. Such a mystery, such a gift. Yeah, and I, I enjoy that it's like, this is exciting. I mean, as scary as, you know, all the turmoil is because of what we were doing, it really wasn't working. And many yeah. of our shows we've talked about it wasn't working in the beginning of COVID. Everyone was doing that. We were all going inward. We were kind of cleaning out our houses and our things. And eventually our mind, our emotions, you know, it's been here long enough. People, I think it, what was it like one in four are going into their own business or one quarter of the workplace? Or I finding think, a new job, I think, or something. Um, yeah. yeah, or doing something different. So Yep. We kind of, like you're saying, our soul and an innately know what we're doing isn't working. It's not fulfilling us. And yeah, maybe it seems scary, but gosh, the idea that we come to a more fulfilling time and we can support each other in more collaborative ways and we can have openness to other ideas and gifts and realms and, you know, whatever. I mean, just to be open to find yeah. out what is for our discovery 
versus like that linear um, looking at life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like if we can surrender to the mystery in our own lives, then collectively we can surrender to the mystery of what in the world does the new earth actually look like? Because, you know, a lot of us probably did live Atlantean lives and Lemurian lives. And so we have this, this ancient knowledge of what's possible, but we're having to call it back home to then be able to actually bring those offerings forward to shift how we're looking at the world. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting um, because where I came out here and, you know, totally changed my life to go to Colorado and be near my daughter, left everything I knew for 56 years. And we got into water and I started to like, be like, wow, why didn't we think of water before? Like change your water, change your life. Of course, your fluidity, your hydration, the type of water, the cleanness, all of that, of course, is going to affect us far greater than elixirs and foods because we're 70%. And then it yep. brought up my whole idea of farming and I was organic and, you know, the GMO thing always just really kind of scared me. And I just thought, oh, I'll just raise my daughter and be organic and enjoy life. But now I feel she got into permaculture and I have meeting some growers out here. So now all that's coming back like, oh, now maybe this is something I can address and unfold and be part of this more conscious way that we grow the way I grew where nature is teaching me, I'm not doing anything, <laughs> but yeah. really supporting a system. And I don't know how that looks or whatever, but they are things that along the way were so key to me in different times. And I have a different awareness and a different way to look at it and perhaps a greater energy and wisdom and power to participate and add mm -hmm. on to those things. We have to have every previous experience for the next experience to unfold. And it's just, it's fascinating to see. I mean, my first introduction into like really deep spiritual work was plant medicine. And from that, I started channeling light language. And so it was like this frequency of energies that come from the galactic realms and come from the elemental realms and come from the angelic realms. And it was like, what is this? But I said yes to the unfolding and that's just continued to move me forward into deeper wisdom and knowing and remembering and saying yes. And, you know, now I find myself on this path of the Venusian priestess and the Rose lineage. And it just, it blows me away that it was saying yes to one plant medicine journey and, and yes to the flow of light language moving through my body and my voice and my hands that has unlocked so many doors. And so can you explain what light language may be for other people that are unfamiliar with what even that means? <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of mystical traditions across the world that have that point to this. So in the Christian tradition, it's called speaking in tongues. Um, some others would call it channeling. Some call it in the Gnostic traditions, it's called Sophianic song. And basically what it, it's a healing universal frequency that comes towards us from the higher dimensions. So fifth dimension up to 12th dimension, possibly even further. And there are these energetic codes and frequency of support 
that move in as we receive them into our bodies and can actually rewire our DNA. So sometimes when I'm doing play dates with clients, all of a sudden light language will start moving through and it's basically wanting to rewrite an old program that that person is carrying. So it can be written, it can be sung, it can be signed. And all of these codes begin to unlock. So one of the fun artistic things that I do is I actually carve light language into selenite. And so these pieces become incredibly powerful to have in your altar space, to have in your home, and to allow those codes to be received visually and begin to unlock all of the mysteries within that somatic resonance. Because what they're finding in scientific study, especially in quantum science, is that there are pockets of wisdom and information that exist within the cells of our body that can unlock into the quantum nonlinear time. So we can access through into the past, into the future, because everything is housed in the now moment. There really isn't anything but now. So it's all here. So that's a brief explanation of light language. <laughs> I can show you a piece actually that I just did. So you can kind of get a feel for the written experience of it. So this is a divine union code of the twin flame and it embodies the twin flame within and the twin flame relationship with a beloved. And so meditating with one of those pieces, it starts to unlock and open doors and bring in remembering. You know, it's interesting, um, I, which I love that. And I loved the pieces when we met you. Yeah. You had these pieces that were just so delicious. And the actual okay. language just looks so beautiful. Like it, you know, you don't even, I don't even know what it is. I just was like, oh, this is so beautiful. What is that? Yeah, it kind of pulls you in. You, it's like it got a magnetic force. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that you called it like codes. Like we're all in this internet, and it's all about codes. Mm. And our virus is a series of code, like code, code, code. <laughs> and here, it's just more of a like universal, larger code, which we all kind of know. Codes are part of it. So that was just a little light bulb that went on for me as you were speaking. <laughs> yeah, well, I would love to share a little short channeled light code for all of the listeners. Oh, we would love we that. We would love that. Okay. Yes. Climb up my antennae and see what wants to come through. はい、あにちゃ、たやきにちょいてなちゃなちつ。あよのちやらやこやちにちゃなてとえなきちなちゃやてこんてなちゃらてたやちゃかちゃ。おいしりだないやちからたやなちこりてなちゃたやなたた。
And allow these codes to be received. Hmm. 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 A blessing. And what a blessing it was, because as soon as she started my heart, I could feel it. And then when you said, tune into your heart, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're right in line with what's going on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it often doesn't have like a direct English translation because it's really speaking to your, to each individual cells in just the way they need to receive it. Yeah, I definitely could feel it in like all my cells. <laughs> I yeah. felt like I was like tingling, getting hot, and like it was like you know, and like the bird. I don't know. I had like the bird sound kind of thing. It just was like so yeah. like soft and like yeah, comforting and warm and yeah, definitely activating for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hey. Thank you. That was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it was beautiful. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> The beautiful sound is um, what's Thank so lovely. Some of them sound different, you know? Some of the more galactic have more of a like ones and zeros sound that's like recoding. This felt, that felt more like, like a softening and a encouragement to open. Now it did. And we hear so many hard sounds these days, mm -hmm. you know, and news mm -hmm. and panic and flash and um, so it was just a nice thing to hear this little sweetness just settle in deeply. Yeah. 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 I bring the light language and the stellar embodiment and the downloading of wisdom and the womb magic all into longer containers so that if women really want to dive deep and putting together a container that will be going through the womb awakening book working with plant medicine in a very collaborative healing space. And it'll be a whole 13 moon container where I'll have 13 women, including myself, for that time period where we're actually able to dive so deeply together into activating our own individual gifts. So that's kind of on a larger scale. What I'm being guided to do is to call these circles of women together who want to do deep, work in opening and unlocking their magic and so this this container is going to start in September of 2022 and run for 13 moons and I'm doing a lot of womb training between now and then to be able to bring the full embodiment of this rose lineage and womb awakening along with the magic of plant medicine and entheogenic um, substances to start to unlock all of this potential possibility that we're all carrying so mm -hmm. so thir 13 moons that's a whole year right so you're gonna be working with them for just just day. over a year yep yeah wow that's so cool yeah and i learned in um sacred femininity and was in the more persian or my favorite teachers from south america a lot of them are from russia um and it, it really is a beautiful thing 
for women to claim like their wonder as women. And, you know, I wrote a book and I share, we're in a little circle here, just mm -hmm. trying to let everyone realize their value and brilliance and to support each other, bringing it out that nourishing, um, you know, yin part of life that mm -hmm. seems to have been missing in a lot of our world. Gosh, is just so lovely and healing and, really what's missing and, and we as women can naturally bring that forward and support that because it is our nature um just in yeah. general we are the holy grail as women we are bringing all of these teachings are flowing out of us so the more that we remember and the more that we're in collective community what's amazing is in the bible they talk about jesus and his 12 apostles uh, what was discovered in the Nag Hammadi library as some of the Gnostic texts that point to Yeshua and Mary Magdalene actually having been in divine union and teaching together as she also had 12 feminine apostles. And so the 13 woman lunar coven is a very powerful energetic frequency and really as the Bible even says in Jesus's teachings where two or more are gathered miracles can happen. And that's the magic of women, especially circling up. And there are amazing men on the planet right now doing the divine masculine work. And it's about men circling back up in tribe. And so if we can support these frequencies of women in circle and men in circle, as those frequencies begin to balance again, we'll be able to bring those interlocking circles together and create deep magic through divine union. Mm. Yeah, and it, there's almost like each of us needs to claim our fullness mm. in a way <clears throat> of ourselves. And <clears throat> certainly in the, there's more than just this, it's not man-woman, it's a two-energy situation. You're, you're yes. charged, you're electrical. And as yep. we understand our side of that pole and embrace and honor it, and then the other pole is within us as well and how that all works when we can all feel really full in the brilliance of the pole we're in or how we express, yeah. then to bring that together, that wholeness, it's very Tantra from what I learned of Tantra is, you know, you both need to be filled when you come together yes. to express and enjoy and play and be intimate because you're not in a needy state, you're not in a less state. You know, and they always said the worst thing was if you're in high and your partner isn't, don't drag them somewhere because that, that that's not a time to commune. A problem will occur because the right. best time is when everyone is full and enjoyment and ready to come together and make a new experience and love and interest and fun and curiosity is yeah. when those poles are both in power. That's what it makes me think yeah. of. Yeah, and if that we're calling all of these fragments of ourselves home. You know, the end of this relationship in this last September was so heartbreaking for me because I got a glimpse of what's possible with divine union. And there, there is so much that's already been revealed in just a couple of months of all of the fragmented parts of myself that were still out there, wounded childhood parts that need to be present that I need to presence as divine masculine and divine feminine within myself and bringing that into wholeness. Um, I was just reading today, actually, in the womb awakening book, they talk about how pre-separation, which is when we 
started to sever ourselves or feel we were severed from our creator and from source, it wasn't a masculine feminine. It was active and receptive energies. Mm -hmm. And so if we can look at it from that perspective, then we're not polarized into this male female thing where we're trying to, well, you're the male and I'm the, and then all of the roles and confusion that happens. If we can come back to this idea of I'm activating or opening to my active self and my receptive self and how those can be in balance within myself. Then when we get into relationship, we can do this, take turns. So that one partner can be in the active role, one partner can be in the receptive role, and then it can change to active and receptive. And as we're moving through these polarities as whole beings, we're able to bring forth all of our magic and co-create together within ourselves and then within relationship. Yeah. And I love the active and receptive, you know, receiving because that's really what the yang ying, um, you know, to me, and we have kind of lost some of the understanding of it when we've made it masculine and feminine and mm. people get lost and yep. roles, yeah. but it really is that I love the receptive and active energies. Um, and really we need them all. We need all of yeah. this. It's one whole completeness and beautiful, the stuff you're bringing forward to chat about. Yeah, but we are at the top of the episode. <laughs> so, Sarah, is there any last nuggets you want to leave our listeners today before we end? Well, I just want to honor each one of you and want you to know how deep your well of wisdom is within yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for support, someone to be witness and witness with you, I would love to connect and chat about how we could do that together in a collective co-creation. So beautiful. Yes. Well, thank you for being here. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, You're welcome. Um, and I'm sure you guys will have, you gals will have the links for my website and my Etsy store as soon as I get those to you. So uh, feel free to check out my art and check out a little bit more about my website. And if you're interested in the, uh, really amazing year-long container you can reach out to me about that as well so thank you so much thanks for having me on the show today the episode isn't quite over yet listeners or youtubers if you haven't given us a like subscribed left us a review or commented on any platform we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the magical holistic healing arts remember kangen water and our grab bag for the podcast Thanks so much for listening and stay vibrant out there.